you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Between John's letter and Jesus' description of himself as the good shepherd who's willing to lay down his life for his sheep, I have a question. How does God's love for me affect me? And I'm talking about the editorial me, all of us. How does God's love for me affect me? What motivation does it give me? Now, growing up, I, I had a hard time figuring out God's love. I knew who I loved. I loved my parents, my grandparents, my relatives, all within walking distance in Jersey City. I loved them. I loved being with them, Sunday afternoons, the meals, all of it. I, so I knew love. That wasn't romantic. It was family love. So I, I knew what that was all about. But then when I go to church and I hear God loves us, I, I always try to get into my brain. I, I don't feel it. It's here, but I, I didn't feel it. I didn't know what God's love for me meant. And the priests would talk about it, and they would quote like this, uh, a reading from St. John, see what love the Father has. And it really took a lot of time. So I don't know where you are with that idea of love, but we're not talking romance. We're not talking my heart flutters when I think about the person I love, Jesus, or God, or Holy Spirit. So it's a different kind of love. And I think Jesus characterizes it by giving us an example of what we love. Any of you who know me and know I have a little dog whose name is Santa Ana know I love her. I mean, really. I sleep with her, or she sleeps with me, I should say. Well, maybe sometimes I sleep with her because she takes over the bed. And those of you who have pets, I don't care if it's a goldfish, a dog, or another kind of pet, and you really care for that animal, you know what love is. Now, it's not romantic. It's not your father or daughter or son. That's why I don't use the word uh, daddy when I refer to myself for the dog. I say, I say Uncle Louie, because I... The daddy thing doesn't work in my head, okay? So, so, I, so little Santa Ana loves Uncle Louie, and she does whatever Uncle Louie wants her to do, pretty much when I want her to do it. So that allowed me, as a child even, growing up, to realize, oh, there's a different kind of love that I have for Grandma and Grandpa and my parents. There's a different kind of love that Mom and Dad have for each other. But there's a love that I can have and understand on my level. And then I started filtering over into my friendships and I realized I have guys and girls in my class, grammar school class, that I, I really love. I, I love being with them, I love calling them, I love doing homework with them. So another kind of love got into my brain. And I think once we know God's love, 
our brains explode, in a sense. Because it's beyond the examples I have with, with my dog, my parents, my best friend. It's beyond all of those examples because it's universal. You know how somebody gets in, in an accident and they say, oh, he was always there for me. That's baloney. Nobody's always there for you, okay? God is. So we enter another realm when we're talking about God's love for us. Literally, God is always there. And in the example that Jesus gives us, Jesus Christ, God's only son coming to us as a way of recognizing God in him, is willing to lay down his life for us. Now that, that, that makes a lot of sense. During this pandemic, we people, uh, we are the, the patients in a sense, so uh, on, the on the sidelines watching nurses, doctors, EMTs, experiencing great fatigue and frustration and depression go to work go take of your so go take care of your sick and my sick that's love too and that could give us a little more of an indication of the depth of god's love for us it's not a boundary those nurses doctors emts the policemen they do well, actually, what you and I probably wouldn't like to do. So everybody lives up to their own vocation and does what he, she can do, trying to understand what the vocation means to me in my life. So God's love is a question. And I think it comes down to the observation that we follow whom or what we love. No great shakes, no great revelation. But Jesus has given us an example. I love you so much, I will lay down my life for you. What? what? Are you kidding me? He means it. And on the cross, he showed that. And I know parents would lay down their lives for their children. I know a very good friend of mine in... in in Jersey, her name was Janine, she needed a kidney. And her brother gave his kidney. He was a priest, he's Father George. He gave his kidney for her. Well, that makes sense. It's a sacrifice, it's, it's a little uh, challenging, but makes sense. It's his, it's his sister, why not? You know, if you have it and you can give it and you, you can live without it, knock your socks off, go for it. Jesus goes beyond that. His whole life he gives for us. But while we are here on earth, because sometimes we can't quite grasp that, that he gave his life on the cross for us, he gives us examples. And this is one of them. He's given us a lot of examples to show, quote, how I love you. He compared himself to a mother hen once. Imagine Jesus, God's son, saying, I love my, all of my followers like a mother hen loves her chicks, and I want to grab them all together. That's, that's so beautiful, and it's so down to earth, and it's so ordinary. But Jesus had a lot of ordinary things to say about your relationship with him and his relationship with you. And today is a beautiful one that affects us. Who do we follow? What do we follow? What political system would you follow? And I don't mean Democrat, Republican. I mean, what system do we follow? Do we 
really take the Christian system and bring it into our lives as if we really do love it. And the golden rule is a summary of it. But Jesus says it very clearly. You are to love the Lord your God with your whole heart, body, mind, everything about you. You love your neighbor and love yourself. Wow, that's our system. Who do we follow? How do we enact that? Because God loves us. He gives us the energy. He gave us the form. He says, I can do, I'll do anything for you. I'll lay down my life for you. I, I, I hug you as if you're a little chicken and I'm a mother hen. I, 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 I hug you as I, as I pick up my little pet lamb and put it on my shoulders. And, and I, I'd go looking anywhere. If that little lamb got lost, I'd, I'd leave these hundred and I'd go looking for it. This is Jesus talking about you and me, not lambs and sheep and hens. He'll do anything for you. Whom do we love? And what, what do we follow? Some of us are selfish. Some of us actually love things. You, you've heard it on commercials. Oh, I love my new car. Oh, I love this food. I love that food. Please, you don't. Love a car? That's really, that's really thick. Love a car? Love an inanimate object? But some people do. Some people love wealth. And they would give down their lives for wealth. Some people love prestige and they would give their lives to have more prestige and they'll step on anybody that gets in their way, preventing that great prestige. Think of whom or what do I love? God first loved me. So he gave me an example of how to love in Jesus. I mean, imagine Jesus sitting right next to any of you. Imagine him putting his arm around you as a buddy. And those of us who need a little more, he, he would give us whatever more we needed. Maybe a little peck on the cheek. Maybe a little like Italians that pinch your cheeks. Maybe tell me, tell me what's on your mind. Tell me what's bothering you. I, I, I want to listen. And listening is part of the relief of the anxiety. This is how Jesus would deal with us. Whom or what do you love? Do I give my all? And do I only love what I think I love? Things. Benefits. Getting ahead. Or do I really love in a balanced way as Jesus did, head and heart? Don't forget, he, didn't, he, he wasn't a romantic. He said, mm, I love you all. Mm. Nah, that's not Jesus. That could be nice romance. That could be a nice uh, Hallmark card. But it's not Jesus. Jesus knew what he was doing. His head and his heart worked together. To come up with these examples... Agrarian people knew what lambs and sheep were. He, he would go in the countryside and just look, see all those lambs over there? See them going up the countryside? See that one guy in front of them that they're following? He knows their names. Hey, Patricia, Matthew, Clarabel, and named all of them, and they follow him. And he gave that example. How do we love? Do we give ourselves to the person or the values that we love. The greatest example of love is Jesus Christ. 
Do we really bring him into our lives and say, thank you, God, for giving me Jesus, your son, because he is teaching me how to love my children. He is teaching me how to love my wife, my spouse, my best friend. He is teaching me because he would give his whole life as an example of loving. And he didn't do it in isolation. This is not a nice guy on the cross. This is Jesus, son of God. So what he does, he's reflecting God. And he himself says, you love me, you love the one who sent me. We're a package deal. And the Holy Spirit who holds us together in a sense. It's a package deal. So when you love me because I've blessed you, because I've walked with you, because I give you my, myself in the Eucharist, you're loving my Father. And you're loving the Holy Spirit, who's the essence of love. One of the great theologians called the Holy Spirit God's kiss. And it really, that's a great summary. Because we need, for our heads, we need tangible, concrete things to compare ourselves with. But I still go back to the question, whom or what do I love? How willingly do I follow that goal or that person? Look at, look at our Pope. I, I, I can't answer for him, does he love being Pope? But he loves the ministry of being Pope. And he follows it. And the criticism that have come through his lifetime, especially as Pope. Remember that first Holy Thursday when he went to a, like a youth prison and washed the feet of boys and girls of different faiths? Oh, he can't do that. But you, what are you kidding me? He can't do that. He's God's emissary on earth. And if he doesn't do it, who's going to do it? Who's going to love the neighbor that we're prejudiced against? Who's going to love the, the Latina or Latinx that, that we don't understand? Who's going to love me when I act like a... I can't say it out loud in church, right? You get it? A. Whole. And we do. And there are people who love us despite how we act to them. But that's not... Our issue right now, whom do I love? How am I showing God the Father that I love the diverse community he has put me in? How do I show God the Father that I want to negate any kind of prejudice in my life? Because we all have it. Let's not lie about that. We all have a little prejudice. You may not like fat people. You may not like skinny people. You may not like people with beards. You may not like priests. The list goes on. But who cares? If you are putting yourself in the hands of God and we are trying to imitate Jesus' love for us, then it becomes a struggle to clarify whom we love and to really love whom we love, God's people, God's sheep, God's family. Oh, it's e and John said this, it's easy to love those you love and love you back. That's, that's easy. But if any of you say, I love God, and you don't love your neighbor, you're a liar. Scripture. I'm not quoting anybody but John's gospel, John's letters. So, let's go back. Let's ask ourselves the question, whom do we love? Who do I love? Let's call it the way it is. You know my philosophy with having kids in church. I love it. Some of you are distracted by that. 
And if anybody should be distracted, it should be me. But I'm not. I welcome it. Because they're God's children. And we want them here. We want them comfortable. And see, the prejudice that some of us have, and I've heard this. Oh, why do kids have their own mess? To hell with you have kids have their own mess. This is their father's house. This is where they belong. Oh, you use too much incense. Well, if you were God, you'd want the incense given to you too. And our prayers rise up with the incense. You see how many complaints we have for those that we say we love? And Jesus, I swear, picks up the lamb, holds it tight, and gives us an example of whom to love. Our sisters and brothers of diverse backgrounds, languages, and cultures. And boy, is it hard to love people in our own families that are just pain in the necks. And yet we are challenged to love them as well. Jesus asks us, whom do you love? Each one of us has the answer. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too. And with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus. Made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.